Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, open your gift of healing. Join Kenneth Copeland as he explains how healing is in God's plan of redemption. If Jesus is your Lord and Savior, He is your healer, and healing belongs to you. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to The Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, we thank you today, and we ask you as we open our hearts and minds for revelation from heaven, to reveal to all of us that you gave Jesus as a gift to the world and that healing and deliverance from sickness, disease, weakness, pain, poverty, debt, fear, all of these things belong to us. We are delivered from it. Healing belongs to us. Sickness, disease, weakness, and pain belongs to the devil. And we receive revelation of it from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Let's look again in in our, our, as Brother Hagin used to say, our golden text, hallelujah. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. And he that believeth on Him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Now, that is, a, that is a picture of the fact that Jesus is a gift. God has given Him to us. Glory to God. Now, receiving the gift, and we're, we're uh, of course, the gift of salvation and so forth, but we're, we, we've come through the week now, and we're, we're uh, targeting very directly um, the fact that Healing belongs to me. Healing belongs to you. Amen. Now then, let's go back here again to 1 Peter. And um, second chapter. Who his own self, talking about Jesus, who his own self bore, our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. By whose stripes ye were healed. Were is past tense. So in the mind and heart of God, in the mind of Jesus, in the mind of the Holy Spirit, you are healed because 
2,000 years ago, he bore in his own body our sins, by whose stripes you, me, we were healed. Now, what's the matter here? Heck, how come I still got this pain in my body? Because of not by faith receiving the heavenly gift of healing. Amen. It belongs to you. It's as much yours as being born again. It is as much yours as the Holy Spirit belongs to you. It is as much yours, praise God. I'm telling you, it belongs to you. Now, there are really three general ideas, and there are different forms of the, the first two around and so forth, and of divine healing, receiving from God, from the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the healer. The curse is threefold. Spiritual death, sickness, poverty. The redemption is threefold. Life, healing and deliverance, and prosperity. Jesus is the Savior. Jesus is the healer. And Jesus is our high priest, our Melchizedek, that the Lord of the harvest. He is, he is our prosperity and financial well-being. Hallelujah. Now then, when you know Jesus, all these things belong to you, but you have to unwrap the package. So let's, let's go back over here to Deuteronomy chapter 28 again. Lord, <laughs> one way or the other way, let me, let me have your, you know, there's the, there's, uh, <laughs> there's their side and then there's their side and then there's God and he's right. <laughs> Man, which should I, yeah, okay, thank you. Let's go back over here again to Galatians 3. Don't lose your place there in Deuteronomy 28 because we're coming back to that. Galatians chapter 3. And we'll read a little bit more of this today than we did yesterday. Galatians 3, verse 8, the scripture foreseeing, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, in you shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them, but that no man is justified or made righteous by the law in the sight of God, it is evident, it is evident that the just shall live by faith. Now you need to underline that in your Bible. Then you need to look up the other scriptures where it, where it also says that. The just shall live by faith. The law is not of faith, but the man that does them shall live in them. Christ has 
redeemed us from the curse of the law, the curse for breaking the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. Why did he do that? So that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith, or that we might receive everything that the Spirit of God promised Abraham. Glory to God. Verse 29, and if you be Christ's or If you be in Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise? Now let's go back over to this curse of the law. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law This is in Deuteronomy 28, the the blessing and the curse. And it shall come to pass, 15th verse, if you will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all of his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. Now, don't you notice them? It didn't say, and God will put all these curses on you. No. The curse came when Adam sinned, and that curse is there. Now, God gave his promise so that you would have a way of until Jesus had come and, and, and bear this whole thing for you and me. then this is the way to get out from under that curse. When you did miss it, and everybody missed it, nobody but Jesus kept it. Here's another thing. It had to be this strict. It had to be this hard. It had to be to the point that no no natural human being could do it. And Jesus came as a man. He didn't keep all of this because he was a son of God. He kept it because he was a man and he lived and walked by faith in the name of Jesus. He was all man and all God. And then he made himself obedient to death and he took that curse and he went into hell and he provided all of us redemption from everything that came on mankind because of Adam's sin. Now, I want to point out some things to you. In the 22nd verse, now remember again, it didn't say God will put it. It said all this stuff will come on you. It's out there waiting on you. You, you just be disobedient to God. A- and then you, you refuse to repent. You, you refuse to, to, to repent and get back over here under. You're just out there where the devil is. I mean, he's I mean, he, you know, he going he to put it on you, brother, and, and tell you God did it. Now notice this, in verse 22, the Lord shall smite thee with a consumption, with a fever, with inflammation, with an extreme burning, 
with the sword, with blasting, mildew, extreme burning is also uh, a, f- a fiery, a, f- a, f- a fiery heat caused by uh, sicknesses and diseases like streptococcus and, and and things like that. That that now, well, his brother said right there that God will God will smite you with it. Well, up here it said it'll come on you. Now. I'm, I'm going to take a moment here because we're going to read several scriptures here concerning this. I want you to hear this. Dr. Robert Young, the author of Young's Analytical Concordance, considered to be one of the foremost Hebrew scholars of the world. And at the time that, that he wrote this, he was the foremost Hebrew and Greek scholar in the world. Now, he wrote a book which is now out of print called Hints to Bible Interpretation. Now, well, and um, you can look, and the outline of that book, you, you can find in the older Young's Concordances. But that's not the book itself. That's the outline of the book. And if you can get in that outline, but it, it, it's just, it's rather confusing. You know, you got somebody's outline, but you don't have what they said about it. And I've gone online to find hints to Bible interpretation and they go back to that outline and they say, well, it doesn't say that and all this. But I'm talking about the book that he wrote that is out of print. And you hear me say it by faith, I'm going to have me one of those books. Amen. Now, in his book, he said the word put or brought, or words like smite, or that God is actively doing it, are both from the same Hebrew word. They're used in the permissive sense and not in the causative sense. And he used as an example where, you know, that like in Isaiah 45, where there are good times, I send good times and I send bad times, you know, but actually it, I send good times, but I permit bad times. Well, what's the difference? He permitted it. No, well, no, but he didn't cause it. His word is bond. His, his word. There are certain things that he's already said. If you keep doing this, the results are going to be that. And when you keep doing this, it it goes back to comparing it to sowing seed. Whatever kind of seed you sow is whatever kind of harvest you have in your life. Amen. I mean, that's just, that's just seed time and harvest. That's just the way the thing works, brother. And when you keep doing that, then you, you, God has already said in his word, he's already told every one of us that the wages of sin are death. Amen. So when you keep doing that, then then spiritual death, physical death, all of these different things are the result of it. So there are certain things now. He said, you do that, and this is going to be the result. But he's not the word that said, one that said, okay, I told you. Now, let me, get, let me give you an illustration of that. It, it, 
it, it hurts me to, to tell it, but, but I'm going to do it because it's such an example of it. Um, John was just a little old boy. And, and uh, you know, I guess everybody's got a junk drawer in their kitchen. It's, it's the place where you, got, where you put all the twisties that came off your bread rubbing. No, no. <laughs> anyway, and there was, there was a, a little pen knife in there. And I came in there, and he he got up in there and gotten that knife, and he managed to get it. You know, he's playing with it and trying. I said, "No, no, baby, no, no, no John." And then I took the knife and I opened it and I showed him how sharp it was and and everything. I said, "Now, now, son, I don't mind you playing with this knife because knives are good, but I don't want you messing with this without Daddy there to to help you with it." And, and, oh, you go, okay, yeah, Daddy, that's good. And I put it back in the drawer and closed it. In a minute, I heard him scream. I went back in there, and he had, he, he almost got that thing open, and he, somehow or another, he, he got it closed back on his thumb, and, and he's trying to get his thumb out, out of there, and, man, he cut down into that thumb, blood just squirting everywhere. Well, I, I, I grabbed him and, and caught that thumb and grabbed off some, some paper towels there and wrapped it around that thumb and started praying in the spirit in the name of Jesus. And, and, and I didn't get, I, I just got just a few words out of my mouth and his little head fell over on my shoulder sound asleep. Well, I just held his, his little thumb there and, and prayed and blessed the Lord and blessed the Lord and blessed the Lord and took the thing off and then, then dressed his, his thumb and then it was amazing. I mean, he cut that way down in there. And it was amazing how fast that healed up. Well, now, do you think I passed up a real excellent opportunity to talk to that young man? No. I said, John, now, son, that wasn't any fun, was it? No. I said, did that hurt? Yeah, it did, did he? I said, Son, Daddy told you not to do that. And the reason I told you not to do it is because I love you. And it wasn't because I don't want you to pray, playing with knives and, and to learn about knives and so forth. I do because they're good. There's not, no such thing as a bad gun. There's no such thing as a bad knife. There's just stupid things and stupid people and bad decisions. And, um, and I said, you know, if you, if you obey your parents, and I gave him the scripture and so forth. It's the same, same scripture we used right before he got a spanking from now, now and then, you know. <laughs> you obey your mom and daddy, you live long on the earth, first promise. Anyway, and, and so, oh yeah, daddy. Well, see, I didn't, take, I, I didn't take that knife and say, boy, let me show you something. <laughs> now, I'll just, just show you right there what happens if you play with knives. No, that's child abuse, brother. A man that does that ought to be sent to prison. Well, a God that would do that ought to be sent to prison too. The only God that does that is the devil. Amen. Now, now I, what I want you to see here in this 22nd verse, these things that are listed, these diseases and so forth, you can look up different translations or, or, or go back and get those, those words translated in these ways. And it talks about the heaven over your heads, brass and the earth under you, iron 
and the Lord will make the rainy land powder and so forth, so drought and all that's under the curse. But we're talking now about sickness and disease. Let's go to the 27th verse. The Lord will smite thee with the botch of Egypt, or the Lord will allow you to be smitten with the botch of Egypt, with the emeralds, with the scab, with the itch whereof cannot be healed. And you shall be smitten with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. 29th verse, and you'll grope at noonday and as the blind gropeth in darkness, and you'll not prosper in your ways, and you'll only be oppressed. I want you to underline that, oppressed. God doesn't oppress people. This is the devil that oppresses people. Now, I want you to get a hold of that. Mark it, right, put arrows pointing to it, whatever you have to do. And, uh, uh, oppressed and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. And the 35th verse, um, and the Lord will smite you. No. And you will be smitten in the knees and in the legs with sore bots that can't be healed from the sole of your foot until the top of your head. Now let's, let's take a shortcut here. Well, actually, let's go ahead and let, let, let's go ahead and read some more. Um, okay, let's read verse 38. You will carry much seed out into the field and gather in little. Locusts shall consume it. You hear, you hear poverty and all of this? You'll plant vineyards and dress them and not drink of the wine and so forth and so on. You'll beget sons and daughters, but you'll not enjoy them for they'll go into captivity. You can stand on this and get all of your children delivered from drugs. You can get the whole family delivered from it because it's under the curse and Jesus bore it. Now let's go over to the, well, no, no, the Lord won't let me get out of there yet. The stranger that is within thee shall get up above you very high, and you shall come down very low. He will lend to you, and you will not lend to him, and he'll be the head, and you will be the tail. So there's the curse of debt. You, and if you study, you go to the book of Proverbs and so forth, and it says the borrower is servant of the lender. Now, let's look at the 61st verse. Also, every sickness, say every sickness, and every plague, which is not written in this book of the law, this is the curse of the law, them shall come upon you until you be destroyed. But now, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, so that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that's you and me and all the rest of us, glory to God, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Healing belongs to you, my dear brother, my dear sister. Take it right now. Say it. Why, this thing's under the curse. I've been redeemed from the curse. So I am redeemed from this thing, whatever it is that's, that's, that's bothering you. I've been redeemed from this thing. Glory to God, I've been redeemed from that. So in the name of Jesus, I don't have that. I don't have fever. Glory to God, I've been delivered from fever. What do you have, my brother and sister? Oh, I have healing. Oh, I have deliverance. Because by His stripes, I was healed. Hallelujah. 
Come on, give the Lord praise. Say it, if I was, I am healed and delivered and blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.